Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast with myself as your host, Faith Now. This is a podcast where you get to hear all about what everyday technologies are accessible for disabled people as well as learning what technology is less accessible if you are someone with a disability and where you can also get details on how tech companies can continue making technology more accessible if that is something that you're interested in or would like to start looking further into. If this is your first time listening to the podcast and you're wondering why it takes really the kind of nice that it does, it's totally just because I have been paralysed from the neck down since 2001 and that basically means that my only bit of movement is my head. So for that reason, I report stories and tech reviews etc etc all about how technology can become more accessible and all of them are recorded more from the point of view of someone who has very limited movement for that reason. If this sounds like a podcast that you're interested in it can now be found on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to the Babes now buy me a coffee page, which is where you will also be able to find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast, as well as checking out the other products. In this episode, you're going to be hearing the start of another slightly different series that I did and that I'm now bringing to you in podcast form. That is the start of the disability tech talks I covered as part of Disability History Month back in November to December 2020 which of course is more commonly known as the year that the government decided they wanted to act like strict parents towards all of us when we were all quarantined for most of the year, thanks to the coronavirus pandemic. This first part, however, will be touching on how streaming and video chats made it easier for disabled people to shield and I hope you enjoy it anyway. Just before I jump fully into the episode, however, I just want to bring a couple of additional notes about the time that we were in back then. 
just to add um, a wee bit of context. By November 2020, the UK had gone into its second national lockdown and it had extended its furlough scheme until the end of March 2021. For this reason, more people went online to stay in touch with each other as the pandemic continued to wreak havoc. With 62% of adults staying in touch with each other through gaming, while others turned towards video calls, including through WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, FaceTime and Zoom. And streaming services also soared 26% in 2020 to 1 billion members worldwide, with Netflix being the more popular option overall. But now that I've reminded everyone listening to this about the very dark times that we lived in and given you traumatic experiences again, let's now jump straight into the episode. So, as today is November 22nd, it is the start of Disability History Month, and as such, I have decided to start this vlog describing what Disability History Month means to me. It means as ugly as the history can be of going through the days when we were mocked, which you could argue still appears when able-bodied actors and non-disabled actors are cast as disabled characters in film and TV. It also means going through the centuries when we were something to be ashamed of and were isolated from society to looking at the milestone of 25 years ago in 1995 when disabled activists ended up protesting in the early 1990s and ended up getting us the Disability Discrimination Act of 1995 to looking at where we are today when we Still don't have full equality, but hopefully this is something that we can change in the future. This year has been difficult for everyone, not least the disabled people and vulnerable people in society who have been forced into shielding. But you could argue in a weird sort of way that the advances in technology have helped with this and that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. So one of the ways that I think technology 
has made it easier for disabled people to isolate and to stay in shielding is because although it isn't the same as meeting up with people in person, we have been able to set up some chats to go along to courses etc. We are largely spoiled for choice of video chats in 2020 and it's definitely come a long way since the early 2000s when you all you could choose was Skype. Whether or not you are choosing to meet up with one friend for a catch-up over FaceTime, which I've done many times, or set up a group catch-up for a quiz night, which is something I'd like to do at some point if anyone could give me pointers on how to set it up over Zoom. There's plenty for everyone not only the disabled community so you've made up with your friends even if you're not in the same place of course it isn't just video chats uh, and everything that have helped because you also have the ability to communicate with your friends through gaming subscriptions and that is something that was cool with a lot of people before the COVID pandemic happened and he's still remaining quite cool now. Another good thing about video chats moving conferences and talks online is that it's allowed me, I feel, to have greater access to a whole range of talks that, heaven forbid if COVID didn't happen, they, that I feel like I definitely wouldn't have been able to access if that was the case. I will be talking more about this next week when I will be posting a whole load of posts about what are the best technological based solutions to the COVID pandemic that I think I would like to keep in a post But it isn't just the gaming technology and video chats that have helped disabled people with social distancing and shielding because our choices as far as streaming services goes has also doubled since the early 2010s. Even live TV now is caught mainly free streaming, but as for how much content across all the services helps with social distancing, it very much depends on what 
Oh, content appears on what one. The big three of this year have been Netflix versus Disney Plus and Amazon Prime Video. But it's clear that Netflix and Disney Plus are the ones in front. What Disney Plus offered that Netflix doesn't give theatre productions being available on their service. So for example, between July 3rd through July 13th, 2020, the live performance of Hamilton on Disney Plus was viewed by 2.7 million households according to Next TV, which exceeded the number of people who would have seen it live on stage. But Netflix is still good in other ways because they seem to be doing better with a couple of the series they have on there. But for me, it very much depends on what I'm in the mood for. And there also aren't too bad ones on other services as well. So if you survived the rest of the talks that I gave there, what did you think about the technologies that were available at the time? Did you find it easy adopting to the ways of using them? Or were you one of the majority who didn't have a good time with video chats or streaming throughout the pandemic? Or would you be willing to see a different side if this is a slight bit of a learning curve? If you'd like to pass on any thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Feedstyle Tech Review site, which can be found by searching for www.pltechreviews.co.uk or on my other website, phoebelow.com. If you're interested in watching the other videos on accessible technology that I've done, you can find more of them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube and by subscribing to the channel. And if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can find them by searching for my Fabe Style Journalism YouTube channel. However, if you are driving more places and you would like to check out a couple of the areas on my Facebook Journalism channel without having to watch a video, you can also find and follow my other podcast, the Facebook Podcast. And that is on all of the same destinations as you can listen to this podcast on. 
But of course, there is also the Thieves now buy me a coffee page where you'll be able to find some exclusive episodes of this podcast that aren't actually part of it. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to give me a one-time donation. In the next few episodes, I'm going to be continuing on with the rest of my Disability History Month 2020 episodes. With the next one being an audio version of my blog on technological solutions to attending events throughout the pandemic that should be part of the new norm and which can help make life for disabled people even more accessible. After that, we'll be jumping into an episode about the accessibility options that developers should include to make technology and gaming more accessible. And after that, I'll be getting into an episode about where accessible and assistive tech sits within the law. The last episode that comes out as part of that series will be an episode about the disability representation in video games, but I hope you enjoy all of it anyway. And yeah, I'll then be jumping into slightly more upbeating topics. If you would like to support me on my socials, you can do so by searching for at Now on Twitter and by searching for the real Now on Instagram. And you can also follow the Now Tech Reviews site as well. But to do that, you will need a WordPress account. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye!